This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, September 8, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama will talk to school children today in a back-to-school address. Neil McCluskey, Associate Director of the Cato Institute Center for Educational Freedom and author of the book Feds in the Classroom, says the backlash against the president's speech is just one symptom of the inherent conflict in government-run schools. A lot of people have been really critical of the president for doing this address, bringing up all sorts of uh, images of uh, totalitarian dictators who have children inculcated with ideas about who this person is, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Katie Connolly at the one of Newsweek's blogs wrote, what happened to classrooms as venues of learning where ideas are explained and debated? Isn't it the exact job of schools to turn out young citizens who are informed and engaged enough to be full participants in political discourse? Since when should we be directing schools to shield children from history, politics, and culture? If a speech by the President of the United States isn't a legitimate pedagogical device, then I'm not sure what is. No one is demanding that the President's words not be dissented from or challenged. Indeed, working through differing views is a critical part of our educational process. Well, I mean, one of the first things that you consider is a problem with that assessment is that they put out study guides that start at pre-kindergarten. Now, I don't know many pre-kindergartners or even kindergartners or first, second, or third graders who really have the knowledge they would need to critically interpret what their president is telling them. So you're not dealing in reality when you say, well, we should have your four-year-old speak critically and, and analyze what the president's telling them. The bigger problem, though, is this is a president using taxpayer dollars through the taxpayer-funded Department of Education, potentially giving a speech that could try and advance very um, uh, very disputed ideas, very disputed potential policies, and try and inculcate them and advance them to students in taxpayer-funded public schools, knowing full well that Americans are very diverse, have very diverse values, very diverse views, and that it would be essentially forcing it on kids of parents who might totally disagree with this. The backlash from defenders of uh, the president doing this have suggested, well, it's ridiculous for parents to take their kids out of school. It's uh, uh, ignorant in a lot of ways, but it just seems kind of odd since parents, in your way of thinking, in my way of thinking, ought to be the ones actually driving what children end up being exposed to in school. There's a lot of confusion about what this is all about. The White House has chosen, probably politically smartly, and and smart in terms of PR, to constantly say this speech is only going to be about telling kids to work hard, turn off the TV at night, and care about school. People generally won't object to that. The real problem is at the same time he's saying this, the Department of Education has released study guides that are supposed to guide teachers on how to deal with the speech before, during, and after the speech's delivery. And those study guides contain directives or suggestions, because no school has to do this, but suggestions about how you deal with the speech, including reading to kids from books about Barack Obama, Um, having kids in the original guidance they sent out, having kids write letters to themselves saying how they will support Barack Obama, 
And this isn't just about, or potentially could be about a lot more than just working hard. And then they talk about in this guidance, well, talk about your civic duty. What do you need to do for your community? That's not just about kids working hard, or certainly it's very reasonable to read that as being something different. So parents rationally are saying, I don't want my kids exposed to something that could be very political and could include ideological ideas that I fundamentally disagree with, and I am going to remove my kids from a school where this could be forced on them without me even being there to mediate and say, this is why we disagree with these ideas. So it's not craziness when you see what the U.S. Department of Education produced to say, I'm concerned about this, and I don't want my kids being exposed to it without my knowing what's in there first. This is obviously a big problem. It's gotten a lot of attention, but it's only the most visible um, symptom of something that we suffer from constantly with government-run schools, which is that people are forced into political conflict, into conflict over morals, because they all have to pay for one system of schools, public schools, but people are hugely diverse. And you can't have everyone's norms taught, everyone's values taught, everyone's conception of what is the right way to teach math or English taught at the same time. And so government schooling forces people into conflict and is frankly inherently uh, un-American, if by American we mean a free society where people decide for themselves uh, what they want to believe, how they want to live. Um, And it's completely antithetical to a free society to have government-run schools and essentially have official knowledge. And so everybody's paying attention to what's going on with this speech, but whether it's disputes over whether or not a kid can wear a particular t-shirt that says something, or do we teach intelligent design or creationism? Whose history do we teach? What historical figures do we teach? Do we use calculators in fourth grade and math? All of these things are ongoing battles that have the same root cause, which is government controls schools. Everyone has to support those schools and the government, but we don't all have the exact same values, beliefs, ideas, and desires for our kids. Neil McCluskey is author of the book Feds in the Classroom. He's also associate director of Cato's Center for Educational Freedom. You can get your copy of the book at cato.org.